Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here today listening to our podcast. If you're investing your valuable time, uh, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, aka E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic what uh why did i get into business in the first place what if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today and how can i take my business to the next level by scheduling your free coaching call today sweet all right speaking of which yeah we got somebody in the house today in the business bros podcast studio how about that first guest all right and who do we got with us today what up, what up, what up, business bros? I'm so excited to be here today. Um, this is your man, Jose. Um, gosh, uh, thank you guys for, for having me on here. It's, it's, it's very exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's my first podcast, and, and like I said earlier, you're popping my podcast cherry. Dude, well, welcome <laughs> to the world I of internet radio. And thank you for joining us. We're really yeah. excited to have you on board today. Yeah, for sure. So, Jose, what do you do, man? Tell these people what you do. So first off, I am a boyfriend. I'm a son. All right. I'm okay. a dog dad. Yes, uh, sir. All right. And, all right. And I also help people get into homes. I help people finance their homes. I help people with the refinance, and I I help people purchase homes. Um, it could be their first time home. It could be a second home, and I can help people cash out, um, use the equity in their homes to uh, pay down debt. Um, all around everything home financing. So that's that's essentially what I do for society and that's how I help people out. Um, but if you were to ask me the question, who is Jose? I would put the boyfriend first, the dog dad first, um, and, and the son, a brother, and, and just an all around person that uh, just wants to exude a ton of of good vibes and, and, and help people out at the same time. Dude, that's what it's about though, right? right? It's about, you are not what you do every day. Exactly. Right? That yeah. is, that is just, that's just where you're, you're trying to get to a new place, right? You're trying to be of service to other people, but it's not really who you are. Exactly. 100%. I agree with you. Um, but I, I am so happy with what I do. I, I, I know that I, I play a key role in society. Um, with with what I do and, and I help people finance their homes. It's, it's just a great feeling. It's one of the American dreams, right? To own a car, a home, um, have a good place. Uh, it, it, and I'm just I'm just so happy with with what I do. You know, and, and it's funny because uh, in the lending world, there's not a lot of people 
who build a reputation. For example, you usually remember the name of the real estate agent you work with. You hardly remember the name of the lender that you work with. But one of the reasons why I like working with you is because of the experience that you bring to the clients, right? The follow-up, you are always, you know, being of service. Even after the deal closes, you still keep in contact with your clients. And that makes a big impression in their lives, right? You're you're truly honestly care about their well-being and where they're going 100% non and I'm with you and that all comes naturally to me uh, first of all because I grew up in in the customer service business right my first job was was at Popeye's chicken and biscuits and I flipped chickens man and and ever since then that taught me so much um, just being in front of people um, seeing people happy you know it sounds kind of funny and funky but they were happy to have their chicken, man, and 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 just knowing and biscuits, yeah, it, yeah, for those sure. Biscuits are so sweet. Get those biscuits, yeah. <laughs> so for sure, it just it all started from there, right? Um, being around people, customer service oriented, and and just like you said, it's all about service. It's all about helping people out at the end of the day. Sweet, dude. So uh, of course. On the, on the one hand, we're helping real estate, uh, you know, the end consumer get into their homes. But at the same token, we're helping out uh, real estate agents, right? We're trying to be of service to the agents so that they have a good lender that they're working with so that deals get closed. 100% Hernan. And, and the biggest thing with us um, as a lender, right, in our industry, um, a lot of us are taught and we have the culture to look at the real estate agent as our client. Right. So so think of that. We think of our real estate agent as our client. And why do we say that? Because we want to provide amazing service for our real estate agents. Right. We want to help their business grow. Mm -hmm. And that, again, comes from service. So we're providing service from both angles directly to the consumer and directly to the real estate agent. Yeah, because essentially when when an agent brings you a client, you know, you're you're an extension of that agent in that sense, right? 100%. So the agent is is there trying to help the buyer get into a home or help the seller sell their home, and you're there to help facilitate the transaction. One hundred percent. Without a real estate agent, there isn't a lender. Without a lender, there isn't a real estate agent. So you, we're we're married. Yeah, yeah. No, you need to have a good team, right? That's, I agree, one hundred percent, and and that's a whole another subject, right? But <laughs> oh, but, don't worry, yeah. we'll be getting into that too. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a lot to talk about here. All I right, love it. so um, is it a good time to buy or sell right now? So there's always that huge question, right? Is the bubble going to burst? And everyone always talks about two thousand eight, which which of course left a ton of of people with with a bad taste of real estate, and unfortunately that that happened because there is a lot of reasons involved right we we don't all know but I'll, i hear it talked about all the time right there was bad lending practices basically back then anyone can could could have gotten a loan um now it's a lot different right i i see that the real estate market is a lot tighter being a lender um in order to qualify for a loan there's a lot more um, needs that 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 the client needs to meet and and i do see that it's a lot harder to get a loan now Um, I've been in the business for two years, right? I've been in the business Mm -hmm. for two years, so I'm fairly new to the industry, but I am around a lot of people who've been in the industry 20 years, 15, 16 years. Um, So they're veterans and they all revert back to uh, that that 2008, that pre-2008, and they talk about how easy it was to get financing for homes back then. And and now coming into the business, I, I do see that it's a lot harder to get a loan and, and people are being more responsible now and 
the biggest thing is is that I see way more savvy consumers out there, right? So the question is, is it a good time to buy now or should, or should you wait? Honestly, in the last month, right, if we're talking on a, on a micro level, what I've seen with the market doing is that I'm seeing it shift to a more buyer's market. It, we used to we used to have a seller's market here, and 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 we were in a seller's market for for a few years, right? Right. For, from about uh, yeah, for about the last three or four years. Yeah, we've been in a seller's market, and now I've seen that market shift. And I mean, there's there's stats that show that, right? There's a lot more inventory now than there was same time last year. Yeah, and, market and time is extending. Market time is extending, right? Um, the average, um, the average time that it takes for for a home to sell nation nationwide is uh, we're in san diego so our market is a whole different oh, yeah, animal for sure but for nationwide sure. it's 60 days right so if your market sells um less than 60 i'm sorry if your house sells in less than 60 days then then it's a fast sale um mm-hmm. now now we're starting to see that number go up right? right houses are staying on the market a little longer we're starting to see appraisals come in short Right, mm-hmm. appraisals are coming in short, so that that is a great predic- uh, indicator that the market is shifting from a seller's to a buyer's market. So, um, it's a good time to buy. Yes, one because interest rates are scheduled to go up. Right, so we still need to take advantage of where the market take is. Advantage, today. right? And the biggest thing is that this question is very subjective to the client. Is it a good time to buy now? Well, how much are you paying in rent? Does it make sense to buy versus renting? Because I mean, if you do the math, how much money are you throwing away or, or paying someone else's rent? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the biggest thing. And, and, and once I show that to a lot of my clients, it's like, I, I literally take my calculator out, multiply how much they're paying per month times 12. And I show them the calculator and they kind of see it, right? They, sometimes you have to show the client exactly what's going on. And they see it and it makes a lot of sense for them then. Right. I mean, our, our subconscious doesn't really register how much you're actually paying. It doesn't right. do this math problem right off the top, right? Right. So you do have to show them, yeah. look, this is your annual. This is what you're doing at the end right. of the year. This right. is where all the money went. Right. So, so the biggest thing is if you're comfortable with your mortgage payment, you should absolutely buy it if it makes more sense than renting. And we're talking about principal interest, taxes, principal and insurance. Interest, taxes, and insurance. And let me and let me add to that that we're talking a thirty year fixed, right? Not an adjustable rate mortgage. Right. 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 And that and, and that's a whole nother subject there. But I mean a lot of people also if we're getting to arms are are scared of arms, right? Because of what happened in 08. Right. But they already they, have a stigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and they're not necessarily bad loans, right? They're not necessarily bad loans. It, they're more for the savvy person, maybe a second a second home. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's not their first time around. But sure. that that's the that's the first question I get asked a lot of the times. Is like, is this fixed for thirty years? And and people they do have that bad stigma the the arms. Um, but but anyway, um, the biggest aspect to and 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 to answer that question is a good time to buy now. Yeah. Uh, I would say yes if if it makes sense, right? It's very subjective. Um, if if it makes sense, why? Because you need to capture a lower interest rate. Um, the Feds here are are scheduled to rise to 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 increase increase the rates. these rates exactly. I think they're scheduling at least one more uh, before, before the end, the end of, the of the year, year. exactly. Yeah. And they already did one just, uh, just last recently. month, I think it was. Right. But right, right now, your your office is doing a promo, right? Yeah, you we got are like, doing a promo. Like 0.625% of uh five eights, five, right, eights five eights of a point. Off off your high balance 
government loans, which is FHA and right. VA. Yeah, yeah nice. that's right. So that's, that's always nice. I mean, that's, even that's, when that's going on for sixty days. Yeah. So, so even though the market is, or you know, the the interest rates are going to be increasing, at least at Stearns, mm-hmm. you know, you got a nice little promo going. I mean, five eighths mm-hmm. of a point makes a difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. Five eighths doesn't sound that much, but it is it's, when it's it comes huge. to finance. More, more it's that. yeah, it's huge over thirty years. Yeah, it's huge over That's thirty years. Exactly, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in savings, especially in our market here in San Diego. Yeah. So, so overall, waiting could could cost a client thousands of dollars. All right, let's talk. Yeah. Uh, let's talk real estate agents here. So, you know, we are entering a changing market. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of agents who are just going to like fall off. Yeah. They're just going to put their heads in the sand and you know, wait for things to change into, into a buyer's market. So, I mean, as far as the agents are concerned, what kinds of things do you think you, you would like to share with agents to help get their clients ready? So they're in a position to buy, right? It, it, it all comes down to the service, right? The service aspect, everything always funnels to the service, right? What, what's the service that you are providing to your client? Um, the savvier agents are going to succeed in this market because one, they're savvier. Two, they have more knowledge and experience. So what I would suggest to the newer agents coming into this market is maybe joining a team, one, mm-hmm. right, that's been around for a while, that knows what they're doing, um, or two, um, seek a coach, three, seek advice, um, but always the biggest thing is is knowledge up, right? At the end of the day is is the agent the agent really needs to be savvy in, in this type of market and they really have to know what they're doing now. Yeah, at this point we got we got sellers and we got buyers that are that are yeah. gonna have their pick of the litter, right? They're gonna go after the agents who are gonna get the deal done because the market times are extending, not, right? Yeah, not be- you know, and, yep. and and so if you're going to be, you know, maybe a new agent with low skills yep. and you're competing against more veteran agents, exactly. right, then you're going to need to step up your game, not, right? Yep. Not to mention what's going on with the real estate market, with the different platforms that I've been seeing out there, especially with technology. You get your 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 1%, you know, type platforms that, right, that yeah. are out there um, that are discounting commissions. The real estate agent is not only competing with other real estate agents, they're also competing with technology, with with big companies out there that are throwing a lot of money to to try to take these these agents, you know, out of out of the business. That's basically what what's going on. And with all this going on, um, the the agent really needs to needs to to focus on 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 Polishing their skills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need the day. Yeah, they need to polish their skills. Now, just a little, a uh, little note here. Those one percenters, a lot of these companies that are around, they tend to be around in mm-hmm. this type of market in the mm-hmm. in the sellers market. You're going to see that as the market changes, just like it's done in the past, those guys tend to fall off and they tend mm-hmm. to disappear. I remember 2008. You had companies like I Pay One that would come oh, out yeah, and, and they would try mm-hmm. to come in because the price point is so high. Mm-hmm. But when the market changes and you start to see prices come down, mm-hmm. those commission rates aren't profitable anymore. Right. So, you know, having those skills as an agent is super important so that you're competing. It's not always about price. Most of the time it's not about price. Most of the time it's about the skills and the service that you're going to provide for your client and really where, understanding the, the market, where right? you have sure. the value for these people. Right. So that's where, that's where, you know, good coaching, having a good, 
good team around you. In other words, having the right brokers that are there to help uh, keep you intact, working with good lenders that are going to understand the difference between pre-approval and pre-qualified, right? Working mm-hmm. with escrow and title companies that are proactive, that help you communicate with the client, the that ball. give you yep. net sheets, those sort of things, yep. right? Hey, oh, by the way, what's the difference between pre-approval and pre-qualified? So, so basically your pre-approval is... Uh, you can kind of pick up the phone and, and call a bank, for example. Um, a lot of major banking institutions do like pre-approvals where, where you can maybe walk into a branch or, or kind of talk to them over the phone and, and basically just tell them over the phone what your numbers are. Um, I like to call it speculation, right? You, you, can, you can say that you make a certain amount or that your credit score is X, right? And that you, you have this amount of debt. And after after getting off the phone with with uh, a loan officer or, or a banker, right, uh, or whoever you you get on the phone with, you give this information to them. They'll spit out a pre-approval letter, right? Then it'll say, Mister and, and Mrs. Jones, you are pre-approved, for example, for four hundred fifty thousand. Um, after you, you told me that you you made X Y Z and and you you owed this much. Money. So it's like an so, auto-generated. So it, yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask during during this pre-approval: Do they run your credit? Do they ask no. you for any bank statements? Do they verify your income in any way? They're basically just taking your word for whatever it is that you say. Exactly. You, that's, you make. That's what a pre-approval is. Now, what a pre-qualification is? Pre-qualification is we we dive into the actual finances of the client. Right? We would run a credit report. We collect their pay stubs. Their mm-hmm. W-2s, their tax returns if they're self-employed. We don't need tax returns at our company if you're a W-2 employee. So that helps out a lot. Um, bank statements. Um, and we really dive into the client, right, into their finances. And then we run what is called an automatic underwriting system, uh-huh. right? We run that. And depending on what that spits out, you ho- hopefully it's a, it's a, it's it's approved eligible. If it is, then we have a pre-approval that's concrete, that's solid based on that automatic underwriting system that we use. In your position as a lender, are you able to manipulate that underwriting system in any way? Are you able to make a case for your client? Absolutely, 100%. That's called a manual underwrite. Okay. Yeah, 100%. So there's always options. I I don't like to say no, right? We don't give up, and and that's part of our culture, Mm -hmm. where I work, and who I surround myself with. So... Uh, again, going back to servicing the client, mm-hmm. it's always really important to never give up and 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 to really go out there for for your client and, and work provide as that hard. service exactly work as awesome. hard as possible. Yeah, so, so agents yeah. out there, make sure you understand the difference between pre-approval and pre-qualified. You want to be working with a lender who's pre-qualifying the buyers that are out there. If you're if you have a, a property listed for sale and they send you a pre-approval letter letter, not a pre-qualified letter. I mean, there's a big difference, right? If you're comparing two offers and one's pre-qualified, one's pre-approved, you're going to want to have somebody like Jose to back up back up that particular offer coming in and run the numbers against whatever it is that 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 offers bringing to the table because the mm-hmm. last thing you want is an offer to be in escrow and then the buyer doesn't qualify. Again, yeah, and and we're going back to to the agent being knowledgeable and and this goes to a listing 
goes for a listing agent as well. If, if you're receiving offers that are just pre-approvals, it, it's not a very savvy thing to do. Right. right? It's not the best. You're not, you're not providing the best service for, for your client. I would, I would That's say. not really the offer yeah. that you want to bring to the exactly. table, right? Exactly. Exactly. And it, but you as an agent have to understand the difference. That's why yeah. working with, yeah. working with a lender like yourself and right. understanding and getting that education right. makes a, makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And, and now, now houses are not going to get the same amount of offers that they were before. That's, that's, just what the market's showing. And you, you said that you've been. Stats are showing. You said that you've noticed these changes in the market basically over the past month or two. Yeah, absolutely. Have lending practices changed? Have you seen any any difference in that underwriting process or anything else uh, that would indicate the market changing? On the on the lending side, we I I haven't. No. Okay. Um, and I haven't, but when it does affect us. Right, it does affect us in the appraisal side, right? Be- right, because we can only lend out what the third-party appraiser believes the property value is. Makes right? sense. And and appraisers are a huge aspect of the business, right? They're a huge aspect. We we respect their decision, mm-hmm. and and they are professionals in what they do, and and we don't take their, their decision lightly. So that's that's where you've seen the biggest changes. Big time. Yeah. The appraisals coming in low, and that's as high as you can lend. Exactly. So again, that's awesome. a, that's an indicator of the market shifting there. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. By the way, San Diego, we're looking at an average market time right now of about thirty-four days. Nationally, is sixty-two. So we'll be catching up to that sixty-two marker. It's not like it's you know, it's not like we're super fast speed over here we're just every micro market is different than the macro market right so every smaller market might be different and and it could be a little bit different in maybe you know chula vista's 91915 compared to maybe national city even if you get as small as that you're still going to have different market times so so how how about the uh the buyers that are coming in what kind of uh what kind of confidence level you think they're walking out on? I mean, it used to be that there was a lot of qualifications coming through, and now we're you know we're starting to see yeah. people needing a little more money, people needing Correct. a little more credit repair. Exactly. What's probably some of the biggest things that you're exactly. seeing with clients? Again, it goes back to to who you work with as a team as well. Um, luckily, I've surrounded myself with a great team. Um, I don't work by myself. I, I I've never been an individual. I work better as a team. So we do have credit experts on our team, luckily, um, and it facilitates my business. It facilitates our process um, and the whole system that we work with. But what I am seeing is is a lot of buyers do need help with, with credit repair, and, and, and that, uh, that's something that we work on. Um, you know, we, we ask them to pay something else. For example, we run what if similar uh, simulators and things like that. Um, but it's... I, I, I am seeing a trend of of now everyone is asking that question, right? Is the bubble going to burst? And, and, and people read articles all the time. And I always revert back to, hey, is does this payment make sense to you, right? Right. Does, right. This, does this payment make sense, right? Is, is your mortgage payment making sense? Um, and it's always very subjective. I mean, very, very I wish we had a crystal ball, right? Yeah. I mean, if I knew exactly when a bubble yeah. was going to burst and yeah. for what reason, right. there's no reason for me to be in this business at all anyways, right? right. 100%. <laughs> just yeah. bank on that type of information. in the world, sure. Right? But we don't know. We don't know. We see, we see yep. cyclical things happening. Mm-hmm. We see the market reacting in very similar ways. Mm-hmm. It has different phases. We mm-hmm. can clearly see the phases. Do we know how far down it's going to go? It could just be, 
you know, a little drop and then a level out for some time. We don't right. know exactly, right? Exactly. But the fear that gets propagated by by people asking questions like, is the bubble going to drop? Right? Is right now the, the right time to buy? Right. Those are tough questions to ask because you're right. They're 100% subjective. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and timing is not as big a deal if you're looking to buy the home that you're going to live in. Right. Right. If you're gonna buy the home that you're gonna live in, you need to look at your monthly payment on a thirty year fix and if it works, it works. And why? Because real estate is a market and you will lose if you sell at the lowest point. That's when you will lose, right? Right. Yeah, but if you but if you stay on there and, and you don't sell and and you wait till it's high, then you win, right? Just like yep. anything well, that's why it's so important to be comfortable with your monthly mortgage payment. And yes, it, if it makes more sense to you to go fixed, then you go fixed, right? For thirty years, right? Uh, I mean, or how many how many years you you amortize for, right? I mean, you could do a fifteen, right? Yeah, that's exactly. super expensive in, in our yeah. neck of the woods, but <laughs> but you know, it's still done. You yeah, never absolutely. know what kind of income yeah. levels people got, so sure. definitely, you know, it's different. But as far as like timing the market, if it's your place to live and you need a place to live, look at your monthly payment. That's really what's important. Right. If you're doing it as an investment. And timing's a little bit different, Exactly, right? and that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing that we tell our, our clients, right, that are needing, like, down payment assistance, right? Like, oh, how are you looking at this? Are you looking at it as, as, as from a business standpoint, from an investing standpoint, or from a, a place that you need an actual structure to live, right, and you, and you want to become a homeowner? So we do have those programs out there, uh, those bond programs where we help clients with, with their down payment assistance and all of that. So does, costs and, and does a client need to have like full down payment already or can they borrow the funds? How does that work? Well, they actually can borrow the funds. Definitely. They can, they, we can call it a gift. They can't borrow the funds, but it's, it's called a gift. So it can come from a close family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and with a, with an FHA loan, they, which is a government loan, government back loan, they can get a gift from a, from a close relative. Can it be for the full three and a half percent? Absolutely. Holy moly. So yeah. technically, they don't have to come out of pocket at all. Yeah, so if they have a rich uncle, <laughs> rich auntie somewhere out there, you <laughs> right? know, yeah, definitely. That's and crazy. It, and again, it's very subjective, right? Every client is so different. I wish I could speak and say this in is what general, it is for everyone yeah. in general, but it's just not. It's, it's, it, it isn't. It just, that's not and That's crazy, though. You know, back in 2008, it was the first and the second. 2008 i was in high school <laughs> <laughs> no but back then i mean you wanted to buy a house yeah. anybody pretty much qualified for a loan and they'd loan you the first 80 percent through one loan and then give you a second oh, for the yeah. remaining oh yeah oh right? i remember that and so your down payment was very minimal yeah. i mean I, that's that's what we ended up doing with the couple properties that we ended up buying up front yeah. you know back then so it was it was definitely a different time but to, to understand also that even though things are different they're kind of the same some of these things to get people to be able to qualify to buy a property you know is right it, we're stretching the right. limits of what you know somebody can afford if they can't put the down payment yeah. and they're getting a gift for these funds exactly. you're starting to see you know where the trend is going so eventually yes the floor the rug is going to come out from under us and we are going to make a change but, but trying it's, it's, to make it's a not timing as drastic as right back then though right right where, well hopefully. we don't know yeah. hopefully it's not yeah. hopefully hopefully it's not but uh but, but there are market shifts and and that's that's what it is, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was alluding to when I was asking right. about the lending practice changes because it used to be at one point that the the down payment money had to be seasoned. It had to be sitting in your account for 90 days or, you know, 180 days or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But is this something new that they're accepting that as a gift? 
Yeah, it can be a gift, but these funds are we, we do have to track them from the from the donor, right? So we from the do donor, have to go back and and check one month's bank statements from the donor. So from the donor, they would have had right. to be to be seasoned, seasoned thirty days. Thirty days. That's not much. No, no, it's not. Wow. Okay. Well, see. I mean, hey, if you right. know the rules to the game, you have a better chance of winning, right? Exactly. So it's understanding the rules. It doesn't matter that you agree or disagree with the rule. Right. A rule's a rule. You right. just got to follow the rule. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. What else we got here? Well, oh. actually, you, you're talking about rules, and I was going to touch on the coaching at that point because what does a coach do other than help you understand the rules better and get you to a position where you can win? That's right. That's right. So, you know, coaching is one of those things where it's it's an accountability factor, right? Uh, we say it all the time. Even, you know, super talented athletes have coaches. Because we want to make sure that as a coach, we're looking at what skills you have and what areas you can improve on to make you better. Knowledge, right? Polishing your scripts, being able to talk to clients. Those are all absolutely imperative things that you need to improve upon so that you can take your business to the next level. So you can be a smooth talker like Jose over here, right? (laughs) So, I, I learned from you, not right. <laughs> That's where the it's skills so come from. It's so easy to get along with you, Hernan, man, because you're you're just a real person, man. And and yeah, you do need coaching, but at the end of the day, someone needs to be coachable as well, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, you got you got to decide how, for how yourself. How valuable are you? Right? Yeah, you got to decide for yourself how well you want to go. I mean, like you said, you've been in the business for two years, although you, you Lend, know, lending in the lending years, business right. for for two years. Right. I but, come from a real estate background. I was actually a real estate sales agent first. See? Before, before uh, mortgages, so. But you didn't. In other words, more what I was getting at was, it's not that you you jumped into lending and then like discovered everything by yourself by reading books. No, no, no you no, you no. used the people around you. You yes. picked up on coaching, yep. whether it was specific coaching yep. or people who were already doing what you wanted to do. Right, and and there's there's people out there that will succeed on their own too, but yeah, it doesn't happen often, right? And, and myself, I need to surround myself with people. And I, and I said it before, I'm I'm more of a team player than I rather I rather work as a team than an individual. Besides, all of the time. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to get stuck in, you know, a room by myself either. Nope. <laughs> that, that ain't me. So we want to make sure we're talking to a lot of you guys out there. Jose, dude, it's been amazing hearing what you had to say today. Man, I am so, I'm just so stoked to, to be here with you guys right now. And the, the whole equipment here, man, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm blown away, man. This is a cool <laughs> operation, honestly. Dude, it's fun. It, yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, getting your message out there and trying to help as many people as possible. Uh, definitely. Always a cool thing. Yep. yep. It's even cooler when people actually say, hey, dude, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> does, but, my, hey, does my voice sound better, guys? <laughs> yeah. Do I really sound like that? Yeah. Uh, so um, w- one of the things I wanted to do. Ooh, that was an um. I would have dropped it in the quarter. Right. Ding. All right. So, what's, what's that all about? <clears throat> so um, we had... Uh, we, my kids, uh-huh. they, they listen to the podcast in the morning as I drive uh-huh. them to school. Uh-huh. And they, they, they were like, hey, Dad, did you know that Theo James says mk a lot? And you say mm a lot. <laughs> I was like, you know they're what? Fillers, You're okay? right. They're, they're fillers. fillers. <laughs> they're right. So we're trying to improve upon our, our presentation and not use ums and I mks. Yeah. Ironically, so, I love that. Ironically, that same exact day uh-huh. at the office, yeah. I was doing some training and the girls in the office told me the exact same thing. Will you please stop saying "mk" every other word? 
Maybe that should be like a slogan or something you guys throw in there. Right? right? It should. We'll make a t-shirt out of that okay. one. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> nah, but so, so anyways, we're trying to improve ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. we use the quarters. We grab quarters and mm-hmm. we drop them into the, into the thing mm-hmm. every time we hear, um, so we kind of subconsciously stop ourselves from saying that as we speak. All right, so, you know, always trying to better your skills. So, speaking of bettering our skills, yeah. on Tuesdays at 2 o'clock, we want to be hosting a training for real estate agents every single week with a couple different topics. So, uh, we're going to get Jose on the call every once in a while yep. um, to spit some game and talk about what's going on in the lending market. We'll have a bunch of different topics on how to become a better listing agent, how to increase your cash flow, how to make more money more consistently on a regular basis so that you can meet or exceed your goals and these are happening on tuesdays so um just i just bring in, bring yeah, in a ton of value bringing yeah. a ton of value and bringing bringing in, in information that'll help you be more knowledgeable help you be better serviced to your clients be a better service to your clients so i mean yeah. that's yeah. what we're going to be doing if you have questions for jose um i'll forward them to him you can send me an email hernan at csfirst.com or you can send them to James at csfirst.com, but but you know uh, what? Jose, if you want to share your email? Yeah, yeah I was absolutely. gonna say, what's if, the if best way to contact you? Well, uh, best e- way is is cell phone, right? My personal phone. I I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, Elon Musk was talking about how we're basically cyborgs, right? Because we are connected to our phones and and we compute um, calculations over our uh, with our phones. So we're basically uh-huh. connected to our phones. I don't know if you've ever forgotten your phone and you feel like you're lost, right? Oh yeah. Naked I, almost. I right? actually, this week I started a personal yeah. rule that I'm not allowed to walk and look at my phone at the same time I because I noticed myself I doing that way too much and like yeah. missing you're the things missing that are on, happening on, on, around on, me. Yeah. So personal it's, rule. It's, it's inevitable, man. We're, we're just heading that way. Either, we are. Either way. That's yeah. a podcast for tomorrow though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh, best way to contact yeah. you? Uh, you guys can call me 619-900-5843. That's my direct line. Call me. You can even text me there. Or if you want to email me, I'm at jvalencia at stearns.com. And my website is yourhouselender.com. And if you guys if you guys uh, have any questions about programs or, or what the journey entails uh, to purchasing a house, um, you'll find all that info on my website. Perfect. Sweet. Any social media you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can just uh, look look me up on Facebook if you guys want to find my business page. It's Jose Valencia Home Loans, and my name Jose Valencia. Um, and on Instagram, I am under Jose J Valencia. Ooh, all right. Jose J. Huh? Jose J. Homer J. Simpson. The J stands for J. J. I love it. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. Thanks, Jose, for being on the call. Or, I mean, no, th- on the pod, right? Thank you, guys, man. You need to invite me more often. I'm having a real good time. Seriously. Oh, yeah, dude. Definitely. Yep, yep. We'll be, you'll be back. You'll be back. Right on. All right. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.